0: Hey, hey friends. Welcome back to The Unschool Files. You are listening to episode eight. In this episode, I talk a little bit about something that came up over the holiday season that seems to be being talked about a lot, especially as we were approaching the new year. Um, Lots of folks were talking about making resolutions and changes and intentions for the following year and boundaries seemed to be really, really um, common amongst everyone's desires. Everyone wanted boundaries is what I was kind of picking up on out um, in the greater social media world. And in my own personal community, I was seeing and feeling the same thing and just discussions around boundaries were coming up. So this is something that I wanted to unzip the bag and unpack a little bit. So if you've pulled your children out of school or never sent your children to school at all, or maybe you are in that current system and it's not working for you like a growing number of families and you are looking for options and unschooling has come to mind, however it did, and you realize that you're going to be spending what feels like every waking hour with these people, you may feel really overwhelmed and exhausted just by the thought of it and you would not be alone but this is where boundaries come into play and they are so important for a thriving home of unschoolers or self-directed learners boundaries help keep order in the family Um, boundaries hold space for each of the people in the house and for the things that they desire and how they want to experience life and show up in the world and boundaries honor each other Every person that is cohabitating with you those boundaries honor each other because it isn't just one person that is able to have Boundaries and the others aren't it's that it's a conversation about everybody's boundaries and sometimes they're just small little things that wouldn't otherwise seem like a boundary but it's an understanding and a mutual respect for space and for belongings for time and for energy all of those things should be honored in in every person so for us boundaries show up like a set of family rules bedtimes um, some limitations around screen time as well as some limitations around food because we have one child with a dietary restriction. For the purposes of her body just simply not liking how the dairy treats her, it's difficult um, to have, let's say, for example, a tub of bluebell ice cream in the freezer and no sherbet that she could eat, or sorbet rather, because I've actually learned the difference between sherbet and sorbet, and sherbet does have dairy in it. So for all those listening, if you didn't know now you do if there isn't some sorbet in there which also for someone who cannot consume dairy gets really old after a while eating sorbet so um sometimes she wants something that's rocky road or you know something that's really creamy and there are great options out there now but um they aren't always accessible or available to everyone so the conversation around what may be a restriction for someone because of their own biological response to that product has to be talked about because everyone's got to understand that that's really difficult to navigate when you open the refrigerator and there's not a lot of things that you can eat but there are things that other people could eat. So that in and of itself is a boundary. Other conversations around food though can be really challenging and even this alone can be challenging when you're trying to raise children who um, should should not have any guilt or shame around eating or food in general. Um as someone who has struggled with that, um and the idea of a scarcity mindset um that is carried on with me from childhood it's very difficult to overcome and it it is not something that I want to place on my children. I don't ever want guilt or shame to be placed around food. But when you have a financial restriction or a dietary restriction, which are both very real conversations in many, many homes um, nowadays, sometimes you have to have conversations around boundaries with food. And um, those those are challenging ones to have. So I didn't want to say the thing about food without making sure that I added that because that's an important layer, I think, to boundaries or conversations around any kind of boundary or restriction in food only because of um, psychological effects that it could have later um, that I myself have, have been able to understand very intimately and that's the only reason I feel comfortable speaking on it. Um... So bedtimes also are not one that's very popular. I know that um, bedtimes might feel arbitrary and might feel too restrictive to a unschooling free school in life, but it doesn't really look how it sounds. It's not exact times or exact set hours. It is largely based on our activity level, what season it is, um, what the weather is like, what we've been eating. And also, just what phase the moon is in, to be quite honest. Um, Bedtimes usually are a natural effect of a boundary that we have in place for a certain amount of time each week. My husband and I taking for ourselves to hang out with children and without children, but to hang out and stay connected because, quite frankly, we're best friends and we've been together for almost two decades and it's important for us to take that time for each other. And if we didn't, we probably wouldn't, um, have been together for this long. So it's something that's naturally always occurred in our relationship. And if it ever slips, it's, it's because we get too busy or we get too tired or we get too into whatever it is, but we always try to come back, recenter, have a talk about it, and having an open line of communication that is ever evolving, we are trying to always get better at it, but having that open line of communication about our needs um, and maybe time that we might want with each other is important. And then we also can relay that to our children and they do the same for us and for time with each of us and for time with each other. It's just a natural product of having that in place. So um, another set of boundaries that's naturally in place or occurs for us is family rules. We don't have a strict set of rules of we can only do these things and we can't do these things and we can watch these things, but we can't watch these things. We are not into arbitrary rules. We are into what, what we feel is right for each person and each person when they're able to communicate that we feel like is deserving of validation and respect and and honoring the space of whatever that um, person is asking so if it's here's an example that that actually just occurred for me um this week my daughter who is not quite a teenager but Some might argue has some teenage characteristics and is just, I don't know, beyond her years, I would say, wise beyond her years in a lot of ways, asked for a cup of coffee. And at first, uh, my old programming wanted to tell me, no way, she's too young for coffee. Coffee stunts your growth. All the things that people say about coffee. And I may catch some heat for this whole coffee thing, but... I looked at her and I said, okay, how about I make you a small cup? So I made me a cup of coffee and gave her probably a third of it. And we talked about it. She's also um, my one that doesn't consume any dairy because her body just doesn't love it. And I said, how do you wanna make this? And it occurred to her that most people put milk in their coffee. And we ended up on just black coffee with a tad um, of sugar. And she drank it, and we had a conversation over coffee and a cinnamon roll. And she was really, really excited that she asked for something. She felt like she was responsible enough to have a bit of it and wanted to try it. And I gave her that. And I don't know that she will continue to drink coffee Or if she'll want to continue to drink coffee. But we talked a little bit about how it does have caffeine in it. And I am concerned with any consumption of caffeine in large quantities. So that is why the portion is so small. And just sort of the relation to the size of her body. And we just had a mutual understanding. But I think if I had just said, no, you're not old enough. I don't think there's enough, like, reasoning in that for a child to understand. I don't think there's enough um, explanation in why she isn't old enough. So I feel like having the small cup of coffee, black with two sugars, was enough to have the conversation about it and to try it and to immerse in the idea of coffee and what it might represent in, I guess, maybe a more... um, grown-up kind of way for her is kind of what I picked up on, and who knows if she'll continue drinking it, but it was much needed, and she felt good that that was honored and respected, so that's an example of um, of how that's played out, but our set of family rules um, has followed us around for a handful of years now, and we move a lot, so um, it's just written on a piece of Xerox paper with marker and it was this, a handful of things that we thought about that were important to us like not yelling at one another and always admitting when we're wrong and always saying sorry when we've done something wrong always communicating and always taking time for ourselves those At one point in time, we sat down at a kitchen table and and talked about them and wrote them down and those were important to us. So those are the things that we try to live by. And those are a natural set of boundaries or parameters for us and our behavior and how we expect to engage with each other. I encourage you to, um, to give it a try. Talk about these things with your family. If you didn't hear in the episode, I don't know if it's episode two or three, um, family meetings really help establish these. So I encourage you to sit down and have a a talk with your family about it and see where everybody's at and if it might work for you. Thanks, y'all, for listening to this entire episode of ramblings on boundaries i hope that it connected with you in some way i would love to hear from you if you've got any questions or comments on this subject head over to instagram at the unschool files and there's always a little square for every episode and drop a line or two there and let's connect if you'd like to be featured on the podcast Do feel free to send me a direct message there or you can email me at theunschoolfiles at gmail.com and I would love to hear from you and how you're living life without school and feature you on the podcast so that you can um, connect with the greater unschooling community. I think that's all I've got for today though. So until next time, stay kind to each other.